Hey guys, it's Jimmy. I'm here with Wade. Welcome to episode three of the Music Box Podcast. This week, we're talking about our 4th of July playlists and probably a little bit more. Just imagine you're sitting and watching the fireworks show at your local city and you need some music in the background. What do you look up? What do you do? What song makes you feel patriotic? What makes you proud to be living in the greatest country in the world? We're going to talk about that today on episode three of the Music Box. Stick around. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode three of the Music Box podcast. We're talking about Fourth of July playlists. I'm here with my friend and brother, Jimmy. Good to see everybody. And um, we're just talking about our Fourth of July uh, playlist. Fourth of July happened yesterday. I watched a lot of Boom Boom. Not that kind times. of boom boom. Yeah, I no. might have. I might have about to edit that. <laughs> what were you watching? Because I watched uh, fireworks. I, I I did watch fireworks, and um, I mean, it you, was, you do. It's a free country. It is a free country, and we're talking about that this week. We're talking about um, just the songs that we like to listen to. Um, honestly, my inspiration came last night while I was sitting watching the local fireworks show here where we're at. And um, it was very good, awesome, good fireworks show. But I started thinking about songs to play yeah. while that stuff was going on because I like to be patriotic and I like to get other people involved in that. So uh, <clears throat> um, on, a, on another note, real quick, thank you guys so much for listening this, uh, this last week. Uh, episode two was... Fantastic. We had a great time. So fun. Yeah. So fun. And, um, we, and we were so glad everybody listened in. Yeah. A lot of listens last week. And we're just glad to have everybody along. Yeah. Um, just just so you know, we're on uh, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and of course on the Anchor app. Download that Anchor app. Do us a favor. Send us some messages. Um, there's a voice message option there on the Anchor app. If you have it, uh, send us a voice message. Let us know what you thought. Give us some thoughts. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. We did get yeah. some feedback on uh, um, one of the social media sites that somebody was requesting that we talk about local music. And mm. uh, actually, that's a huge part of what um, Jimmy and I want to do. Once this podcast gets out, people start listening. We want to begin to promote the local music in our area because we're Absolutely. huge supporters of local music and people being in bands. And people, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, go find local music and listen to it. It's, uh, it's people just like you that have a passion for music and that are out. Uh, you know, most of those people aren't out trying to make a living playing music. They're doing it for the love of playing music. And you get a lot of passion there. And it's just a great way. It's a great community to plug into. It's a very supportive and open community. And uh, go out and find local music in your area and find some bands to love. Find some artists that you want to hear play on a Thursday night and go and find them. I can speak from experience as I... <clears throat> played in a couple of bands in the last couple of years, but also played by myself. Actually, you joined me a couple yeah, of times at some of my solo shows. Times, yeah. um, just so you guys know, one of the most important things, when you're listening to someone and they're putting themselves out there, they're singing their original songs, they're singing cover songs, uh, if you go watch local bands, put some money in the tip jar 
It's, <laughs> it's a huge, it's a huge blessing because we pretty much play for nothing as a local band, as a local act. You play for um, uh, uh, pennies on the dollar, man. And uh, we do it because we love it. So support local right. music wherever you're at. And, and put some money in their tip jars. A $5 tip is massive. That's a gigantic. <clears throat> I mean, that's a gigantic thing. They're not uh, They're not making that much money, and $5 is going to buy a lot of the gas it took to get there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they're spending their time. They're, they're practicing their art. They're doing what they love. So um, <clears throat> moving on today, the 4th of July playlist. Um, Jimmy and I probably have... Maybe some similar stuff, maybe some different stuff, and maybe some stuff that we really like. Yeah. That um, we don't compare lists before we get in here and start throwing them at each other. So, yeah, it's this is off the cuff. Yeah, we love to be off the cuff because I want Jimmy's natural reaction to mine, whether it's good or it's different. Or um, you got some of that last week as we were talking about um, certain artists. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I don't want to go back there. <laughs> not going to go back to I'm Little not, Nas X this, hey, this week? Gosh, you said it again. I'm oh, sorry. I'll take it back. But uh, you can't take it back. Edit that out. I'm not going to. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm going to give you my first song. Do from, it. Let's from hear my 4th of July playlist. Yep. I did it last night. First thing that I popped onto um, my playlist on whatever music I pay for was uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Born, Born in, in the, the USA. USA. Yeah. So that comes up every 4th of July for me. Right. I like uh, Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. Was that on your list? It is not on my list. It no. It's not. Sweet. So we're going to have some good music today. Um, <clears throat> actually, doing some digging on this on this song, it, uh, it had a lot to do with Vietnam War. Yeah. It had a lot to do with the history of this song. Is not just about American pride. It wasn't written specifically for people to like. Yeah. It was... Uh, it's. I think it's sort of a misnomer that that isn't even a pro-America song at all. It's kind of a... Uh, and it's really hard to find positive pop culture references uh, to the USA, to America. Uh and for whatever reason that is, but definitely Born in the USA is a, you know, it's a song that's often associated with America and even being pro-America, but it's definitely sort of an anti-war anthem. Sure, yeah, it promoted the blue-collar worker that was coming back from Vietnam trying to uh, re resubmerge his life into the into the workforce and and um it was uh it was interesting it was an interesting yeah. song and then that that brings me to a point that most of these songs that we're going to talk about today at least myself is these songs are created in reaction to something that's happened in America yeah right so um, there's a couple of songs that I have that were spawned out of the reaction to 9-11. Yep. Right? There's songs this And one. that's definitely, you know, the watermark in American culture, really. It's one of the one of the many. I mean, obviously the 
you know, the 60s were a, a watermark, the late 60s, uh, that sort of, uh, you know, free love, the kind of the hippie movement of that time was sure. definitely a watermark in American history. And, uh, you know, the grunge movement, you know, music-wise yeah, in the 90s was definitely, you know, it's definitely a thing that marks the time. But 9-11 is a thing that marks, that separates the time. There's a there's a post-9-11 period sure. now, and there's a pre-9-11 period. Yeah. And those things do not cross each other. No, it rocked our country. Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely rocked our country. Um, Jimmy and I have... Uh, vowed that this podcast will not be political so if you, if you want political <laughs> we're opinions, working hard if you want political opinions you're not going to get them we're going to talk about the music you know uh oddly too one of my one of the songs on my list is a song that's probably similar to born in the usa and it's uh john mellencamp ain't that america oh i love that song man. it's a great song i love that song and you know uh uh, John Mellencamp's obviously a person who's politically active and and heavily associated with a political spectrum, but I think there's a lot in that song, and you know I think probably the underlying theme of that song for me I don't know what he was thinking when he wrote it, and most songwriters will tell you that they don't want you to know what they were thinking when they wrote it they want you to draw your own conclusions, but I mean to me the underlying theme of that song is that America. Uh, is more more of what makes America America are the people that live that have an interstate running through their front yard. Those are Americans. Uh, Walmart is not America. People who work for Walmart are Americans and other nationalities as well. And the giant uh, global machine that I think. Uh, people think of when they think of America is not necessarily who Americans are. They're greasy-haired boys that like rock and roll also. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there are, there are a lot more of those kind of, you know, those kind of John Mellencamp people that grew up in rural Indiana than there are people who sit in the corner office of the highest high-rises. Right. You know what I mean? America is obviously a corporate giant. But more than that, it's everything between those corporations. It's the people that make those corporations work. And I do think that Ain't That America is sort of a, uh, sort of a tribute to those people, just the regular everyday Americans that make America great. Right. Uh, there are, are tons of songs, tons of songs that are <clears throat> centered and pointed towards the, just the the blue collar yep typical and I hesitate to say southern but southern american person uh, uh in my opinion people from the south half of the entire country yeah particularly uh, the southeast yeah the southeast yeah we can say that that's not getting political um they have a little more more drive to be driven and thankfulness um, to be American. Right. right. That I think they generally hold the military in a higher regard sure. than, than certain other enclaves of the country, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think they're... I mean, every video I see on Facebook of this... There was a viral video a couple of years ago, and this guy was in the rain, in the wind... He had a mullet. 
He had a beard. He had no shirt. He had some cut-off Daisy Dukes on. I have a beard. You do. I have no Daisy Dukes, though. Not a single pair. He will tell you that, but right now, he's sitting in Daisy Dukes. Come on, now. He is. Um, Anyway, that guy standing out in a storm holding the American flag with his mullet flapping. And and people, honestly, that puts a picture of what, like, Americans actually are. America. America. Um, Cloyd Rivers. Cloyd Rivers. Follow him. Instagram, Facebook. Do it. Hilarious. Cloyd Rivers. Um, love, love Cloyd Rivers. We have no idea who that is, but um, his Facebook and Instagram is great. Um, those, that sense of pride and just love for your country. Yeah. And the cool thing about those people, those people, or people like me, people that grew up in the South, people right. that grew up in. Um, uh, a very conservative Christian yep. area. Um, I didn't get any influences um, from any other opinions. So right. maybe I'm right. just doing what I've always been told to do. But those values are in me. I'm telling you, if you want to talk about loving people and care about people, it's true. Yep. Like the South... The people they care about people. You care about your neighbor. You take care of them. Yep. Um, we're we're a little off subject at the moment, but <laughs> born in the USA was mine. Ain't that America, John John Mellencamp? Um, I have to tell you, the first song that I thought of when we were talking about the topic, and you said Fourth of July songs or your Fourth of July playlist. Sure. One of my favorite, and I don't listen to a lot of country music, honestly. Uh, it's you not, should. It's not my favorite thing. I listen to some country music. I'm kind of, uh, you know, un, I, I definitely don't feel like I can talk about country music with any authority because I've never been a huge fan. But one of my favorite all-time songs is called Fourth of July by Shooter Jennings. Have you ever heard that song? Nope. It is a great song. But it isn't. it isn't a song about America as a nation. It's a song about sort of the this American uh, dream of heading out across the country with no particular place to go. I love that. And it's just a great song. And it's about being on the road. And I think being on the road really is a, is a quintessentially American thing. Sure. That, that, you know, part of what it means to be an American is that if you can manage the time off and you can't afford it, you can put gas in your car and go anywhere you want to go at any time. Now, the song Fourth of July is about cruising around in an RV, but it's still the same idea, that it's you and somebody you love, and there's nothing in front of you except white lines, and you can just go where you want to go. Yeah. it's um, So maybe the, the play on that is the Fourth of July stands for freedom. It's the day. Absolutely. It's the yep. day that uh, America got us independence, and so maybe that's why I I like drawing that parallel. Absolutely. There in that moment, <laughs> and obviously, I mean, Shooter Jennings is Waylon Jennings' son. Uh, it's just America. Yeah, <laughs> that's and country to the bone, man. It's country to the bone. I mean, I mean, Waylon Jennings isn't just a country. Wasn't just a country artist though. He was everything that. That is good about music. He's the kind of person that made the kind of music he wanted to make. Yep. And he played it anywhere they'd let him play it. And if he didn't like it, then, hey, you can leave or you can get on board. You know what I mean? He right. he expressed what he wanted to express and the way he wanted to express it. Yeah. 
And we actually talked about that last week. That's yeah. the kind of artist that you should honestly try to be. If and you're making a picture, draw it for yourself. A great thing about America is that you have a constitutionally protected right to say dumb things in a dumb way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to my life. It's the story of my life. But 4th of July, if you haven't heard that song, Shooter Jennings, great, great, great song. It's a great country song, and it is a great, it just really vividly paints a portrait being out in the open and just heading in a direction with no particular place to go. I love that song. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't share that with me before we started. (laughs) Uh, but I'm sure you will before will. you go home. Yeah, this is uh, this is how we roll. I love uh, this this topic. Uh, what what else makes me what else makes me feel this? Uh, I'm going to talk about country too. Um, after 9/11, there was a couple of songs. I'm going to throw them out here, and I'm sure everybody's heard them. I'm going to throw them out. It's uh, "Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning." That mm-hmm. was Alan Jackson. I think if I read it right, the he sat down with a couple of writers and they wrote this song not a couple of days after September 11th happened, yeah. which was a huge moment in our history. What an incredible, shocking time. Um, I have to say, this 9-11 hits a little closer to me, and I don't want to get too far off topic, but um, it's a huge thing. Every American remembers exactly where they were mm-hmm. at that exact moment. Yeah, It is I'm sure anybody listening knows exactly where they were. Um, but now that I am married to my beautiful wife, we I have family that is from New York, that have generations of firefighters. And so now I have family that responded to those calls. It's amazing. Quickly, a story. I was in um, Staten Island, New York last uh, year around this time. And I was sitting at a table at, a, at an Italian restaurant and I was talking to my Uncle Mike, and he was talking about his brothers and 9-11, and he just sat there at the table and he started to cry. Mm. It's, a, it's a very much of a bigger thing to yeah. those that were there and seen it yeah. than it is to us who sit on the outside and looking in to that moment. But in that moment, Alan Jackson wrote a song with some friends, where were you when the world stopped turning that September day? Is uh, uh, makes me proud to yep. be an American. It, it, it commemorates a time of tragic loss, but also like a big scar on America that we'll never forget. Right, right. Cloyd sure. Rivers. Sure. We're gonna. I'm gonna talk to him again. Um, Cloyd Rivers actually um, says that the new World Trade Center that they built that uh, rose what ten years later yeah. in 2011 is the big middle finger to everybody else. <laughs> they didn't build two. They just built one middle just finger. one big middle finger. Like, I don't hate that, I yeah. have to be honest. Yeah, and there's also a ship, a Navy ship, that was built out of the metal and the iron from the World Trade Center <laughs> recently that got yeah. crescent and, and shipped off, but it's all iron from the World Trade Center. That's amazing. And man, you, 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 can, you can hit us, but you can't knock us down. Where were you in the world stopped turning? I'm sure you've heard it. That's another one. My second one from the country music genre is uh, Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. <laughs> courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue from Mr. Toby Keith. That's as redneck as it gets, man. It is. Um, and let me tell you, 
This song is awesome. It was wrote in response to 9-11. Like we said earlier, it is totally, uh, if we're talking from Springsteen to Mellencamp, they were all reactions to something, right. and the world needed to hear something. And the I'll world say, needed to be brought together. And a thing about that time, it was probably, you know, sort of the pinnacle in the modern era, probably since the World War II generation, of sort of American pride, a sort of, uh, it was a time when, when I feel like in my lifetime, it's probably the most unified the country's ever been was in those, those weeks and, and months following 9-11. The, the country really felt uh, united and that, that was the last time. It, at some point, after that, it took a violent turn, and the country is uh, undoubtedly and unarguably splintered down the middle. Sure. Since that time. Yeah. And it probably was before that, but that time was a really sort of, uh, it was a, it was a really, I sort of romanticize it in my own experience because, because it felt like a time when people were kind to each other and gave each other a little space to think what they think. Sure. And those days have passed. Yeah. Now Nowadays it's you have to think like me. Yes. Or you're wrong. Or you're wrong. You know what, yeah. Jimmy, you can think how you want to think, and right. I can think how I want to think, and you don't have to think like me. Yes. But if we disagree, then we disagree. In the then, world I don't have to have place. a problem with you. Yeah. And it's totally fine if we disagree about little Nas X. It's yeah. totally fine. I still love you and you're still my brother and I you know, we can agree to disagree. And here's another thing, and this is as political as I'm gonna get for the rest of the night. You can have an opinion and keep it to yourself. That's a thing that can happen. Sure. Even in a social media age, you can have a very strong and informed opinion that you don't tell people about. Sure. And if you want to express that opinion, I I don't have to agree with it, but I don't have to make you wrong for thinking right. that way. And I don't have to think you're stupid for thinking that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Let's lighten good. things up a little bit, shall we? Shall we? Here's uh, the other here's another song I thought of, and I'm it's one of those it's I cringe a little bit that I'm gonna bring this up, and I debated whether I should or not on the podcast. I'm scared. But I'm about to. When when we talked about you know, uh, our 4th of July playlist. Why are you hesitating so much? <laughs> I'm really, to say this song. I'm really vamping this out. <laughs> uh, listen, Katy Perry firework. Uh, come on. It's 4th of July. It's fireworks. That's a super positive song. It's not I about know, America. Man. It's not about America, but listen, Wade, it says the word firework in it. Let's listen, make it about America. Listen, Wade, baby, you're a firework. <laughs> That's exactly what this song is about. It's all it's not about, about America. It's all it's about, about girl power. Empowering. It's all about women, empowerment. And, and that's awesome. And that's and how I'm, it should be. Okay. Okay. So that's it. And then yeah, I'm done with I'm, that one. I'm gonna, <laughs> I know what Wade's final song's gonna be. So I'm gonna let him have that because it is the greatest all time rendition of an American song of mm. all time. Mm -mm -mm. But my last the first song that popped into my head. When we talked about this topic, 
was the song American Pie by Don McLean. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That Played song, it last night at the fireworks show. That song is not about America. It is about American music. And American music has been and continues to be great music. Sure. And I love that... Uh, there's a lot of symbolism in that song. There's a lot of debate about what the true meaning of the song is. I've read a lot of articles and and ideas that people have about what each individual verse means and what it's addressing. But at the end of the day, what it means is that music is good. And if you take it away, life is less. Life is less. That's so true. Yesterday, I was watching the 4th of July, and I was with a group of friends about eight people from South Africa that have came here to improve their families, start businesses the American and, be Ameri- dream. And, do, and live the American dream. Absolutely. And the number one requested song from my playlist yesterday was American Pie. Don it's McLean. A, it's a great song. I, maybe because it, it has the word America in it, but uh, right. uh, they know it worldwide. Right. They know it. So I agree with that song. I like that song. I listen to that song. Eight times yesterday, probably. And listening to that song is a commitment. It is not a short song. No. It's like 13 minutes long or something like that. <laughs> it's worse than Freeberg. <laughs> <laughs> but it has a lot more lyrics and a lot less guitar solo. Yeah, but I like that guitar. Yeah. That's American, too. Freebird. Yeah. Um, actually, where was I at? I was playing my guitar by the poolside yesterday, and somebody came by and said, play Freebird. And I said... <laughs> Are you tipping? <laughs> and they said no. I was like, I'm not playing Freebird. I was in a band once, years and years ago. <laughs> and we had this thing where if somebody in the audience yelled out Freebird, we would say, I would say, I was the singer in the band, I would say, we don't know Freebird, but we do know some ladybugs. And we would play Ladybug Picnic from Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> and the ladybugs I mean, dance. Bing, bing, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven eight, nine, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladybugs dance at the ladybug feet. <laughs> Did two grown men just sing Sesame Street? Ooh. Hey, you don't get that on Joe Rogan, people. No, no, but we love Joe Rogan. Love Joe Rogan. <laughs> love that podcast. That's awesome. I'm gonna give you my last one. We got about four minutes. We're we're trying to keep it keep it short, people. Uh, we got about four minutes to talk about the greatest song that we both agree on. Oh, and um, So good. So the artist is Mr. Ray Charles. Come on. And the song is America, America the Beautiful. Beautiful. America the Beautiful. Recorded first in 1976. Uh, originally a poem from the year 1910 that was wrote. Wow. Um, I can't cite the author real quick because we are always off the cuff here best we can. Um, and uh, made into a song. And Ray Charles, my opinion, America the Beautiful from Ray Charles. Just look it up on your iTunes or anything and listen to oh. the, the passion that comes from Ray Charles. He actually, and my, my quote is, he takes America to church in this song. He ad-libs perfectly. Um, I remember, honestly, I remember as a child, and I watched Ray Charles play his guitar, or his uh, piano. He's not a guitar player. I uh, played his piano at some kind of game, some football game or something. I was probably 10 or 12 years old. And it's the first time I heard Ray Charles play American oh. Beautiful. And it changed my life. 
Such. It's such a prideful song. It makes you oh. um, and, believe in it. And to, and to come from a person who grew up a poor, blind, black kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what a powerful, and like you said, you said it so perfectly when you said, he takes America to church. Yes. And it doesn't matter what his faith is or what your faith is. If you can listen to that and not get goosebumps, yeah. your soul's missing. Yeah. I mean, it is a incredible, beautiful, passionate piece. Yeah. If you if you listen to it, you might have also heard it in one of my favorite movies, probably Jimmy's favorite movies, and my ten year old son Judah, his favorite movies is the Sandlot. And there's there's a montage of the Fourth of July in the Sandlot. And Ray Charles's version of America the Beautiful is playing in the background. And it just makes you have some pride for your country. Yeah, There are countries all over the world that certain songs make them have pride for their country. It's not a bad thing for a song to make you think, I'm, I'm thankful to live where I live. I'm glad I live where I live. I'm thankful to be around the people I'm around. Amen. I'm thankful for the sacrifice of men and women that have given me the ability to yeah. be exactly where I am. Uh, our favorite song today on our playlist of 4th of July is America the Beautiful from Ray Charles. I think we can both agree on that. Absolutely. Real quick, I want to say one last song. The most patriotic song that I know is the national anthem for America. For sure. yeah. um, and it never meant more to me than when I uh, met my wife and realized the sacrifices that happened on um, uh, people who serve in the military. She served eight years and then was in the reserves and then done some work for the government afterwards. Um, so when the national anthem plays, every time, every, even yesterday, every time, it almost brings a tear to my eye. I'm thankful to be where I am. I'm thankful for the people that give us our country and their fireworks going off <laughs> going in the right background now, right now in the subdivision where we're, we're uh, recording. But uh, thank you. Thank you to everyone who serves has served and will serve. Um, We're thankful to be Americans. We're thankful to anybody who's not from America that lives here and is able to live the life that they want to. More power to you. And um, yeah, anything else on closing? Uh, Just, we just so appreciate everyone who listens in, share it with your friends. Uh, Don't forget the, uh, the platforms that we're on. You want to read those again, Mr. Wade? Yeah, yeah. We're on Breaker. We're on Google Podcasts. Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and of course on Anchor. Please leave us messages. Please leave us voicemails. We'll if we get enough, we'll we'll hit those topics on uh, next week as we continue this journey of learning how to uh, just talk and and uh, engage you guys as an audience. I hope this has been good. I hope it's made you think of something um, patriotic. Um, maybe you're from a different country and you have some patriotic songs that we need to hear that Absolutely. make you think about your country. We'd love to do that. God save the queen. God save the queen. We are absolute hey. fans of music. Thank you for, for listening sure. to the Music Box podcast. This week, episode three, your 4th of July playlist. I'm Wade with my friend Jimmy, and uh, we'll see you next week.